Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Clear Talk. I'm Tim Arshambo with Solutions 360 and today I'm greeted with Kevin Kaloris. We worked together for a while at Avidex, a systems integrator. And Kevin, could you expand a little bit on your background and where you are today? Yeah, Tim, uh, and thanks so much for having me today. It's it's an honor to be able to, to speak with you guys. I've been impressed with what I've seen with these solutions and uh, glad to be able to participate in this. I have a varied background. I spent uh, 20 plus years with Honeywell in the integration business, uh, both process control and um, uh, building uh, automation, including security, uh, fire alarm systems, building automation in general. Uh, I've been in the, believe it or not, the uh, automated floor cleaning business for a bit. And then also uh, from a hospital perspective in the AV industry with uh, telehealth and then uh, uh, Avidex. Um, and so, and most of the roles that I've always been involved with were either being tied directly to the sales organization, sales leadership, um, sales management, uh, general management, uh, and uh, really being in a part of the business that drive all the orders. So it's, it's uh, look forward to talking a little bit about that as we go forward. So a lot of important roles between general management, sales leadership, the, the sales engine, keeping it going. And I think that's something that's on top of everybody's mind right now is how do we keep that engine going? We just got back from a, an NSCA show over the past couple of weeks and it was heavily focused on sales. And another topic that came up a lot was this idea of silent quitting and you know getting around and engaging with your employees in this new virtual role. How have you seen it change over the past couple of years? Oh gosh, it's, uh, you know, we went through unprecedented times as far as uh, uh, working in the in the field and engaging with customers. And I think one of the most uh, overlooked, at least at the beginning, was the thought that, you know, a lot of workers went home to work and organizations had uh, groups within their organization that really never worked from home before. Uh, so that was a challenge in itself. But there was this also uh, unspoken, I think, uh, uh, thinking that our sales force is okay because they've always worked remote. And I, and I think what we all came to learn and uh, finally the light bulb went off in is that it's a little bit different, you know, 100% working from home than being a remote salesperson. Uh, we had situations where salespeople weren't allowed to go in to see customers. They now had to do everything through video. Um, and most of the salespersons, including myself, uh, thrive on having a personal interaction, being able to read somebody really well, being able to be in a room full of people, do a presentation, shake hands. Um, you know, I'm a big believer that people buy from people, um, no matter what. Um, and so that was a big missing element. So we had a group of people that were the engine of our organizations that then found themselves tied behind a PC, yeah. not able to get out and do things. And it was a mental shift. Um, one of the things that I started realizing was that um, how do we keep them engaged? And, and part of it was, was, simple 
And that is, let's talk to them. Let's make sure we have dialogue with them from an internal perspective throughout the organization. And it's not just about what are you working on today and what are you, you know, what do you have in your pipeline? Obviously, those are important conversations to have with your sales organization. But just simply giving salespeople a call and how are you doing? How are you, how's your family doing? Yeah. Having that personal engagement with them so that they feel like they're part of an organization. So they feel that they're supported. And then also being on those calls with them, albeit video in a lot of stands, with their customers to show support. So I think that was a, that was a big learning. It was a big change. Um, the other thing I would say is that it, from a buying perspective, customers, we saw the trend over many years Customers have so much information uh, available to them on the internet and through other sources. Absolutely. So not as dependent on salespeople coming and telling them and educating them on stuff. Um, so there's a lot of statistics out there. I think the latest one I've seen is, you know, custom buyers, whether they're engineering or whatever part of the organization they are, they do a lot of, they're very well informed before they even talk to anybody. Can find a lot on the web these days, huh? Yeah, uh, there's a lot of data. Some of it you can trust, some of it you can't, and and you and and so customers now that they a lot of them have to work from home in all different facets of the organization, they had that available to them to actually look and spend more time doing research, and so they they become much more informed. I think at the end of the day, I still stand by my statement though: people buy from people. And the reason why I stick by that and always will, part of it, I'm a little old school, so let's get that on the table. But at the same time, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, looking at uh, selling a house and buying a house right now myself, my fiance. And so as we, we do a lot of research and we talk, we, we go on there, look at the rates, look at what the market's doing, all this. At the end of the day, there's a lot of conflicting information out there. So after we do all that research, I'm still going out and I depend on talking to my real estate person, my finance people. These are people that I have built relationships with, trust their opinions, and they bring different perspectives to me and helps clear up some of that cloud. And I think all of our sales organizations have the opportunity to do the same thing. So what you're saying is, even though a lot of people are doing their homework a lot on their own, going out to the web or, you know, maybe digging around on some sort of social media site, people still need people and, and we're still looking for somebody that we trust, a good reference that's going to back us up, back up the, the stuff that we are teaching ourselves, what we find online. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, part of that is... Uh, you know, and from my background, I've always been in sort of a solution sales. So not walking in and saying, hey, you want red, white, or blue, and big, large, or small. It's not a widget type of sales. It is, let's figure out what the problem is. You know, what are you struggling with every day in your business? And then how do we build a solution to fix your particular product, problem that you're having? And a lot of times that... Um, it may not be something that 
my company or I actually do. But for my customer, he's looking for somebody, he or she's looking for somebody that they can trust. And so I always encourage our organizations to know what goes on in adjacent businesses to ours and people. To, when you do hear something from a customer, to be able to say, hey, I, we don't do that, but I have run across a great solution here. And you do that, and you, number one, you build rapport, and you become a trusted advisor. And I think that is probably the highest bar a salesperson could get within an organization. Um, and when they do have the opportunity to do and engage in the types of things that we do, you'll be the first that they call and get engaged with. So what I'm hearing you say is you got to listen. You got to hear, you know, what the real issue is. Yeah. You got to keep those ears up for, in my case, these massive, <laughs> massive <laughs> headphones here. And just make sure that you're understanding what the real problem is to be able to address that. that that's, a, that's a good point, uh, Tim. And, and I have a whole bunch of sayings, you know, we've, we've, and everybody's heard this one. You know, you've got one mouth in two ears. You should listen twice as much as you talk. Um, and the other piece I always put with that is we as an organization, salesperson, a GM, whatever you may be, we already know everything about ourselves and what we do. And, and that our job is not to go in there and go, blah, here's everything we, we do. It's more of going in and finding out what we don't know, what the customer is struggling with, and then applying the different types of uh, solutions that we may have done with another client that had a similar problem and explaining to them and, and educating them why we're uniquely qualified to be able to do that. Definitely. And have you used that same approach when you're engaging with employees? Oh, Is absolutely. Really that, that keeping open, keeping your ears wide and just taking in their feedback? Absolutely. And, and, you know, especially during the height of the pandemic, um, uh, you know, we, we had actually sent most of our employees home. And so, yeah, we'd show up on telecons together and, and do a lot of that stuff as we conducted business. But I think it was uh, as important, if not more so, uh, uh, people found themselves in situations that they weren't used to. And most of us, for the good or the bad of it, our, the people that we engage with every day on the most part are people that we work with. And uh, those are the people that we talk to. And no longer do you have the opportunity to have the, a discussion over by the water cooler, the proverbial water cooler anymore. And so you had to create those opportunities. So you had to, you know, call somebody that may never have worked before and, 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 have that list just listening to them you know how's it going you know i heard everything from oh my gosh my kids are driving me crazy and my my spouse um now that i'm at home thinks that i'm available to do laundry and everything and and so just listening to people and and um and then, and then you've always got the you know everybody gets very apologetic about Oh, I'm so sorry. My dog is barking or something like that. And, and I think we all got a little bit more open to that and it became personal and we became closer, but by having those dialogues and, and just listening, um, I think it really helped keep people engaged in the business and, and they, they felt and rightly so that 
they were they were cared for. You're absolutely right, and I've, I've seen a lot of that myself. You know, we are all humans, and it, it really has helped us identify with each other. And working with you, you know, I've always appreciated those calls from you, and you know, just kicking it around and talking about the family and. You made me feel like you cared about me, right? And I always oh, I want to work yeah. for work hard for somebody who cares about me. Right. And I think that goes a long way with, with all of our peers and, and not just sales, too. Uh, so I guess three tips, three takeaways for creating a, a more employee-engaged or uh, engaged employee environment. What would, you, what, what would you wrap it up with? Oh, wow. Uh, narrow it down to three things. Um, Number one is stay personally engaged with employees. It doesn't matter if they're sales or what. Um, you know, I, I equate a lot of that to uh, walk around management, if you will. Even if you're in an office environment, get out of your office and, and get out. Be seen, listen, talk to them. I think that's number one to keep people engaged and people want to be part of a bigger thing. Um, number two, uh, and, and these aren't in a, in a particular order, but Number two is the whole organization um, needs to walk in every day understanding how the business works. And what I mean by that, we made a statement early on about sales is at the top. That's what's the engine that feeds the engine. And if we all realize that and take account of that, then we're going to figure out what do we do in our individual roles to support our customers and support the people that work directly with our customers. Because that's what pays all the bills. That's what creates the organization, the family that we have. And then the third thing I would say is be patient. Be patient with people. Uh, customers, uh, employees, uh, your managers or whatever. We've all went through quite a bit of a uh, uh, change over the last two and a half years. Um, there will be statistics, case studies done on this years to come on how it really affected people. You hear things about the great resignation, the gray tsunami, you know, all of these types of things. So we know that it's had a profound effect. So we all need to be patient. Um, I listened to a podcast that a friend of mine does here in the Raleigh-Durham area, and she's all about kindness in the workplace and i think that's something that you know we can all take whether we it's in the workplace whether it's in our home whether it's sitting around friends we all need to be a little bit more patient and a little more kind definitely agree with you it doesn't doesn't cost us anything to be kind it goes it's a long way not. you never know who needs it that's right well kevin thank you so much for being on today's clear talk i really appreciate catching up with you you too, Tim. Hope everything goes well and good luck on your search for, for your next your next move. I'll I'm excited by Tim. There's a world of opportunities out there. I have a lot to offer and I'm I'm pretty excited about the uh, the opportunities and and uh, and the things that are out there to be able to do to have impact on other organizations. So thank you for having me. Thank you.